Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So I was in the shower. I was cleaning my ass and making all stirs all sparkly. Thank you, clean. I'm not the funny one. I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. music, wine. The glory hole is like a, a like dick theater. I've imagined your pants. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, everyone. This is Bradford. And this is Angela. And uh, we are not even in the same room right now. <laughs> We're not even in the same city. Not even in the same state. That's correct. I mean, so yes. for the uh, for the first time since this whole um, quarantine nation come down, uh, Angela had to travel for work. And uh, yeah. so I'm at home and she is off in Melbourne. Yep. So good old we, Melbourne. Good old Melbourne. So yeah. we are uh, going to try to podcast uh, over over Zoom. I mean, everybody else is working over Zoom. Why shouldn't we? Exactly. We wanted to like join the crowd and be part of the fun. <laughs> All right. All the cool kids are doing it. Yeah. So we're going to see if this uh, works out and, and uh, if we can get you something reasonably okay to listen to. Yes. Uh, so we have nothing exciting coming up in the future um, because of Quarantine Nation. Mm-hmm. So uh, the now that that's out of the way, I guess we can get right into the podcast. <laughs> you know, people at home are like, God, I'm so glad they're under quarantine. I'm so sick of hearing about all the exciting stuff that they're doing. Yeah. Well, it's not that exciting right now, is it? <laughs> Bored now. <laughs> yeah. So this week we have for you page two. Uh, if you're an old if you're an old person like me, you remember Paul Harvey. Now page two. <laughs> but um, page two of our opening up your relationship worksheet that we created uh, mm-hmm. a, a, while, a wee while back ago. Yeah. So last week we talked about if you want to open up your relationship and if you want to potentially get into swinging, what are some things that you might need to questions you might need to talk about with your partner? What are some things you might need to discuss? So we kind of went through the first page, which was just going through a lot of those questions and things to start the conversation and get you thinking about it and talking about it. And uh, page two of this is discussing what fantasy scenarios interest you. Yes. So the, the point of this side of the page is again, so if if you're looking at it and if you can go to the website, it'll be on the website. But Possibly if you go by to the, the website time and... this podcast comes out. We're we're still working on a couple of things, uh, but yes, it will be on the website. Yes. Uh, hopefully it will be by the time this comes out. If not, it should be within a couple of days. Uh, but if you go to, if you look at it, basically what we're going to talk about is each of these fantasy scenarios that we're going to discuss 
what you need to kind of think about for yourself is how would you feel about giving it to your partner, receiving it from your partner, giving it to men, giving it to ladies, receiving from men, receiving from ladies while being watched, while watching others in a group environment and with a select couple. So it's a lot of different uh, possible scenarios that you might have to think about this fantasy in and whether it interests you or not. And it likely won't be all of them and that's okay. Um, But that's kind of how this is set up in a, a grid scenario is all these different scenarios and then what the fantasy is. And so how you feel about it in that particular scenario. Yeah, so what Angela is describing, it's hard to kind of talk through it. but It's hard to visualize. But imagine yeah. a big grid where the uh, what she was just saying, the giving it to partner, receiving from partner, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, these are column headers for the grid. Mm-hmm. And so the idea with this worksheet is that you get a copy and your partner gets a copy. And both of you go to separate spaces and give yourself good 10, 15 minutes to work through it and think about it. And then you come together and you just discuss and share notes and talk about what you might want to do with with somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. And how you feel about it. And because that way you can look at a scenario and say, this is something that I like to give my partner. It's something I like to receive from my partner. It may be something that I am interested in, in giving to, other men. It may be something I'm interested in giving to other women or maybe not. And so you can kind of see if you're on the same page as your partner and you can discuss through some of these, you can talk through some of these fantasies and it can really kind of get you thinking. It can get you really excited as well, uh, but give you a, a starting point for where to begin when you're opening up your relationship and what you're looking for in other people or other couples. Yes. And particularly if you're looking at the group environment one, um, while watching others, that might tell you that maybe you should find a club or somewhere to go to as opposed to one-on-one dating. So it kind of gives you a little bit of an insight as to what your style may end up looking exactly. like. Exactly. I, I think a, a play style map is kind of what we're trying to create here. Yeah. So yeah. the first fantasy scenario is kissing. So I find that, you know, we have to have these uh, where where they're across all, but we would hope that you would want to do this with your partner. <laughs> but maybe, but maybe you so. don't. Maybe you're not a kissing person. Um, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But if it's important to your partner and not important to you, it is definitely something that you need to talk talk about. Um, so mm-hmm. you can do this 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 grid in a few ways. You could just go through and check. Or, or, or mark the things that you want to do, or you could rate it on a scale of one to 10 on how much you might want to do this. Yeah, I think, I think rating it's a good idea because some things you may be mildly interested in and some things you might be more so, but that gives you a, I think a better feel for it as opposed to just a black and white Agreed. yes or no. Agreed. Give it the old college yeah. try. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> Well, as we know, there's a lot of things in life where there's a lot of shades of gray. Very, uh, very rarely is it cut and dry black and white. Absolutely, And it's interesting because, you know, talking about kissing as well, we've seen uh, uh, people's profiles where they don't want to kiss. Th- that's just, 
that's something that they're not interested in kissing other people. That's something only for their partner, which mm-hmm. still cracks me up. And I still maintain that uh, these people have watched Pretty Woman one too many times because uh, that's stupid. If I can put my dick in you, I don't see why I can't kiss you. It's also interesting that we've met couples where to them kissing is a very private, a very intimate thing. And and so like you talk about doing it in front of others, they maybe don't necessarily want to unless it's a very small group. Yeah. And I find that interesting because I just I, I know I agree. Um, I, I think that that to me, like, again, it, there's no shame. But for me, it's so strange. But I do think it's a, more of a societal thing than it is a actual thing. I think that it, people yeah. are taking media and, and applying it to themselves. It was good enough for Julia yeah, Roberts and, yeah. and Richard Gere. It must be good enough for me. <laughs> I think we can do better yeah. than that. Let's put Baby in the Corner. Different movie. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> a, a, an, ac- an actual corner, though. Not, not like, like, not like a column. fire column. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah. So, we would go through and, and, and look at... For me, uh, I'm going to be honest, it's all of the above. I would put all of these on... Let's say if we're doing a scale of 1 to 10, all of these are a 10. <laughs> for kissing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, next up is cuddling, uh, and again, uh, if you if folks who have listened to our podcast before know our our penchant for puppy piles, which is basically just a big cuddle pile. So another thing to add to this one is not just I would say the kind of the header column headings that are there, and maybe not just a one to ten, but if you think about cuddling with other people, it may not just be men or women, but maybe a certain type of person. So if you're like, I really like to cuddle with this kind of person, or maybe, I don't know, I've never tried cuddling with someone of this this style. And so maybe I want to try that. And so just kind of maybe open that up a little bit and think about it in, in broader terms as yeah. well. Um, so next up is flirting, no touch. And I think this is, a, this is a really good one because the number of guys that are straight men, but will still flirt with me, uh, I would say is a lot mm-hmm. in, and the perfect example, and I'm going to call him out. Uh, Lawrence is one of those. Lawrence flirts with everybody. He, it doesn't matter if he likes you, he's flirting with you. But I also know that Lawrence is very straight. So, you know, that, and that's just, that's who he is. Um, so I, I think that's a, I, I like this because it is one of those where uh, flirting doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to lead somewhere. It's like we've talked about before. It's it's not an escalator. Once you get on the first step, you don't necessarily have to end up at the top. Yeah, I know we've talked about that a lot, especially after our last trip at Desire. It, it came up a bit because, like you said, it doesn't have to be an escalator. It can be fun to flirt with people and to have that rapport and that back and forth and and not necessarily have to expect it to go anywhere, but just kind of enjoy the moment and enjoy the the rapport and the back and forth and, and feeling good about yourself when somebody's flirting back to you. Yeah. And that's, there's something really fun about that. And, and even a little titillating knowing that it's not going to go anywhere or not being sure if it's going to go somewhere or not it's like that. That's kind of exciting. Yeah, de- Definitely. Definitely. Def- yes, definitely. Def- def- <laughs> <laughs> how many movies, how many 80, 80s movies can we reference in this podcast? I love it. Um, So the next one on our fantasy list is erotic touch, non-genital. So, you know, and and this is one of those caressing of the face or, um, you know, putting your arm around somebody. It it is, 
it's interesting because we say erotic touch, and I think that what we mean is that kind of electric, electric titillation kind of touch. Um, Maybe more sensual. sensual. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, because what you're what you're describing is something that is, like you said, a titillating touch, but kind of a soft touch, maybe a drag your fingertips a little here. It's that extended. It's not just a quick little tap on the arm or something like that. It's it's an extended touch, and it's something that again, someone could potentially put a bit more meaning into. In that, oh, they're touching me a bit longer. Do they, you know, is, do they want something? What? This is going to lead somewhere, and it kind of gets you excited and gets you thinking and anticipating. Yes, anticipation. <laughs> well done. <laughs> uh, and then after erotic touch comes sensual massage. So again, adding something a little more skin-to-skin contact, uh, a, a little more intimate, but a lot more one-sided where you're doing it for somebody or somebody is doing it for you. Yeah, and and a, another way to look at this as well is sensual massage. There's a lot of different types of massage. You know, you can have massage with your clothes on. You can have massage with your clothes off. You can have nubru massage where it's definitely a lot more skin on skin contact. And and some of these things might you might want to try in some of these different scenarios, whether it be giving, receiving, giving. F- to a certain type of person, receiving from a certain type of person in front of others. Uh, I mean, some of our favorite times have been at the at our secret spot at the Swingers Club on the massage table and just either massaging each other on the massage table or having being there with another couple or a couple couples and just kind of whoever's massaging someone else. And, and it's kind of fun. And it's also fun when you have more than one person and you don't really know whose hands are where like that can be really exciting. So think about things like that. When you're talking about these scenarios, don't just take it super literally, but kind of see how you can expand upon it and, and where you can go with that. Yeah. Which admittedly is hard for me. I was just going to say, I think it's so funny that (laughs) Angela's suggestion is to not take it super literally. Like, wait, what? We have to, you know, push our creative side a little bit. It's harder for some of us than others. You're adorable. All right. So the next one is one that I really like. It is breast nipple play. So is that where you play with nipples with a breast or do you play with (laughs) breasts with a nipple? I feel like maybe we should put a slash in there. (laughs) I think that there should be a slash in there. Let's put a slash. Uh, Yeah. Breast or nipple play. And again, uh, we've got many women friends, female friends, that are uh, that they like having their breasts played with, and we have many men. Uh, the gentleman is one who likes to have his nipples played with. However, me, I do not really. It doesn't really do anything for me. But you tolerate it because you know that yeah. I like it. And I, yeah, people like it, so I'm like, all right, you know, if it, as long as it's whatever turns your crank. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. It's it's fun to find out as well whether your partner or a potential partner does like it or doesn't like it and and some people that we play with like you Bradford they don't mind it if it does something for you but it doesn't really do anything for them but then there's other people that we've played with that are like no I really don't right, like yeah. it and so bad time yeah <laughs> but it's it's good to see kind of go through here and see you know what scenarios might you be okay with and not okay with and and it 
could be that in certain situations, you're not really okay with people playing with your breasts, but in others, you may really like it. So yeah, just kind of start thinking about that and uh, discuss it with your partner and see, because also what you think you may like, your partner may have a different perspective depending on your actions yeah. as well. Yeah. And it is one of the things that, that sort of the point of this is to make you think about things that you might not think about until it's too late. Like it's happening and you're like, wait, I don't, I don't want this to happen. Um, and, and you can, and that's fine to stop it, of course, at, at that time. But it's sometimes, it can be so confronting when you haven't thought about something. Uh, the point of this is to get it, get your mind thinking about it before you're in the. Yeah, it's almost like I'm seeing it now as if you're almost writing a story. And, and how would you see this story playing out? Um, like you said, because you want to try to put yourself there before you actually get there in person, just so that you're not completely, well, for me anyway, so you're not completely taken by surprise and get to a place where you're really not comfortable right. or where your partner may not be comfortable. Agreed, agreed. Go in knowing what you're doing. Um, exactly. Well, sort of. Do we ever really know what we're all. doing? <laughs> I'm confused right now. Uh, so next up we have talking dirty, like dirty Harry. Um, I, th I think that was a bit of a reach, yes, but okay. I reach around baby. Um, and so this is one that for me is always difficult. I don't mind it. If somebody is talking dirty to me, it really doesn't do anything for me. Uh, but I know that some people really enjoy it. So I can try my dirty talk is usually terrible, but I do try. Yeah, you do pretty good sometimes. Uh, but I think it's because for you, you'll go through stages where you're a little more grr than others. And when you're in a more grr kind of stage, then that's when you tend to do more dirty yeah. talk. And it sounds more natural yeah. for you. Other times it's like, yeah, do you like that, baby? <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite so robotic, but okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. Yeah. Dirty talk is an interesting one. It's it's one that a lot of people have have problems with, and I think it's because. But a lot of people like it, which is something I think is funny. It's it's you're there. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's, it's definitely an interesting one. I think that one can definitely use a lot of discussion about when you might like it or not like it, and and it and you know a lot of these things it may not be all the time. You may not want it in every single, like you may not always want it while you're being watched, but maybe occasionally. Right. And that's, you know, part of what you can discuss as well is, is when would you want to, it, or what specific scenarios might you want it and what might you not want it in? And it could be time of the month. It could be, you know, depending on what else is going on in life, your mood and whatnot. Um, that does often affect it, but it's, yeah, it's interesting especially you with your dirty talk, because you do sometimes really get into it. And then sometimes you're just like, no. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Yeah. I, I, I find that I'm really bad at it. But... You're not, you're not really bad at it. it. Like, well, I guess when you're not trying, you are really bad at it, but when you're in the right mood, you're quite good. Oh, thanks. You know what else you're good at? The next one on the list. <laughs> Hand jobs <laughs> and manual stimulation. Yep. <laughs> you are very good at that. Why, thank you. Hmm. Oh, um, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I mean, I, I think. Go ahead. I was going to say, um, you too, of course, but, you know, I don't know what else to say. 
It's something that I definitely very much enjoy. Uh, well, like giving and receiving. So there we go. I'm, I'm a 10, 10 on both of those. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, mm. definitely. Me too. It's, it's funny. I think there, it, it all depends on technique as well. Like for some, sometimes it's with others, with others, it's, it's better than, than others. It's not, well, that was really clear, wasn't it? Um, not confusing at all now. Not confusing at all. I, I don't know. It's it's hard. It's just like sometimes you really like it with some people and sometimes you're just not as into it. I couldn't get it in there quick enough. So sometimes it's really hard and I want to say, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. No, you're right, though. It, it can be very situational. And again, that's something to kind of think about. Um, but I would say, you know, like for us, it's something that we very much enjoy and we like having other people watch us do it. So for us, we're definitely exhibitionists in that one. Yeah, for sure. It's, um, I mean, realistically, I it, think we're exhibitionists in, in, in much of this. True. True. But it is something to, to think about, you know, is it, are you interested in it? you know, giving hand jobs and manually stimulating someone, are you interested in doing that while other people are watching? If you're a little self-conscious, maybe not at first, you know, it may be kind of a, a couple on couple kind of thing or a small group situation. And then as you get more comfortable with it and, and get more confidence, then maybe you can build that up. Um, and also same gender, different gender. How do you feel about it? Some people are interested, some aren't. So yeah, it's, there's a lot to consider with, with many of these, but uh, that one, because it does require very different techniques, I think is, is definitely one that requires a lot of thoughts. Agreed. Next one is uh, another favorite of mine, both giving and receiving, definitely from you, uh, is the oral and blowjobs. Yep, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it is just about my absolute mm. favorite thing to do. Uh uh, regardless of gender. Yeah, and as you get down into some of these as well, not just think about what scenarios might you be interested in, but also, especially as we're getting into oral sex and beyond, think about what kind of protective measures you might want to take. You know, is it something yeah. that you feel better if you use condoms while giving oral dental dams? Um, even with the hand jobs and manual stimulation, do you want gloves? And so kind of start thinking about some of those things before you get into a, a situation. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Good advice. Uh, after that, we have, it's, it's really interesting. <laughs> I, I see one that we may have skipped. Uh-huh. I did too. Um, which would be just, actually, no, I guess it's down at the bottom. Um, but we did go straight from oral and blowjobs <laughs> to anal play. Yeah. But arguably, not necessarily anal sex. It's anal play. Which is everything from rim jobs to stroking to finger penetration, digital penetration to butt plugs and toys. Yeah, it encompasses a lot for sure. Yeah, um, trying to defend ourselves here. <laughs> but there is a lot that goes along with it. I mean, like you said, you've got just kind of stroking a bit. You've got rimming and just kind of light finger play. You can, you know, have penetrative finger play. Um you can go all the way to toys. I mean, it's there's there's a lot that kind of goes into it, but I, I know. That, wait, 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 wait. Are you saying there's a buttload of things you can do? Oh yes, I wasn't gonna say that, but yes. <laughs> oh, well done, babe. Thanks. Either that or a shit ton. I don't know. Ah, gross. <laughs> 
uh, yeah, I lost my train of thought there. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Um, I, I will say that for us, this is one that we are a bit more selective about. So, and I would yeah. suspect for most people, they're going to be a lot more selective about this one. Uh, yeah, but it is something. I feel very much I'm into it. It's just like it you have to be. It's it's only select people. You're right. Yeah, and I, I do think it's one to for sure talk about because we've encountered scenarios at the club where people want anal play of some sort, and so it's good to have an idea before you get there because otherwise either you might agree to something you don't mean to, or you might be like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know. And then kind of freak out or, or not yeah. really know how to say no to it. But if you're confident and like, this is what I want, or this is what I'm okay with, this is what I'm interested in doing. Then it's a little bit easier to say no or yes in the moment. Agreed. Yeah. Um, after anal play, we have penetration with fingers. Yeah. So we're backing off a little bit. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I guess it depends. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I, that's that's a, a good one to think about. And then after that one, we go straight into penetration with toys. Yeah. And that's an interesting one because I think that's more. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Of, uh, um, I think toys are generally more if you have a couple on couple date or there's three of you, a smaller group kind of thing, because not many people really take toys to the swingers club. It, yeah, does happen. Oh, it yeah. happens sometimes, right. but it, yeah, it typically, it tends to be more if you're at someone's house or meeting somebody, maybe at a hotel or something like that. Um, but, you know, people do take toys to the swingers club. It does happen. And it may be something that if you know that like this is if you're someone that doesn't come very easily and you know that this one toy always does it for you, then, yeah, definitely take it and, and you know, play with it with people and, and tell people like, look, this is this is what you can do for me and, and let yeah. them use it and use it on you. Agreed. That can be really hot, too. Because honestly, for me, like somebody who knows what they want and knows what they like and knows what does it for them and then asks for that, that's really hot. I like that. That yeah. turns me on. I tend to agree. Um, and then lastly on our list, we have penetration with a penis. Um, yes. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that one. 
Yes, I know, baby. <laughs> but it is definitely, again, one that you should talk about with your partner, especially if you're just getting into this. And it, and these are things that so we should have kind of started off with. This is something you can revisit from time to time. So maybe every oh, yeah. six months, a year, whatever. Uh, but revisit it from time to time with your partner. So you may start off and you're like, no, I don't want to have penetrative sex with someone else at this point. But then later on, you you know, you might get there and it might be something that you decide is okay and that you're interested in. Agreed. So before we get into the next little section of this worksheet, you want to take a quick break? Yeah, we can do that. Angela. Yes. Do you like sex toys? I love sex toys. Do you? Yeah. Do you wish you could have more sex toys? Always. Do you wish you could have a sex toy at 50% off? Uh, that's even better, yes. With that sex toy, uh-huh. do you wish that you could have six videos on demand that you could watch and use these sex toys with? Absolutely. With those that oh my god it gets better and the videos on demand uh-huh. do you wish that whoever you purchase these sex toys from would just throw six items in there maybe something for you maybe something for me maybe something for both of us that would be amazing i Can know that happen? is that a it thing does happen yeah and you know and how where it does happens? it no how does it happen where does it happen if you google uh-huh or uh, type in yeah in your google box adamandeve.com okay you'll go to adamandeve dot com uh-huh. find an item that you like put in the coupon code by the by b-y-t-h-e-b-i you get all that and the one thing that make, turns you on more than anything else free shipping free shipping yep yep <laughs> yep yeah so if you go to adamandeve.com and you use the coupon code by the by that's b-y-t-h-e-b-i you'll get everything we've already talked about yeah and that should make you happy Yay. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Easy orgasms for you. Easy orgasms Uh for your partner. You know. And all kinds of fun for everybody. Yeah. Cool. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. To the internet. All right. And we're back. It's magic. So the magic of podcasting. (laughs) Yes. So the next little section we have is uh, a couple more graphs. Um, In this one, or a couple more tables, I should say. In this one, all we're listing is fantasy activities, and then basically you are meant to rate them one to five, whether how interested you might be in them. Okay. Starting off with rough sex. So rough sex typically is more of a aggressive type of sexual game or consensual non-consent, where it's that play rape where you have a safe word that you can say to end the fantasy and it takes you back to the reality for some people it is huge for some people it is a complete turn off and so i think it's important to know whereabouts you fall on that line and 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 how you feel about it yeah that's an interesting one because it is one that is typically i would say more polarizing than others uh For some people, it can be a certain mood or certain potentially time of the month, hormone levels, whatnot, might make them more prone to want rough sex or not want it. But as a general rule, this one does tend to be people either really into it or not so much at all. Agreed. Yeah. And we've met people who are really into it. Um, Mm. And for me, it's one of those things that mm, sometimes, but most of the time, (laughs) no. Yeah, I definitely have to be in the right mood for it. And I think be expecting it. Because if it's something that someone surprises me with. Yeah, yeah, it is definitely not something to surprise yeah. a partner with. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's 
Uh, only worse is maybe surprise anal. <laughs> I would tend to agree with that. Um, okay, so the next fantasy activity to rate is spanking. Spanking. Um, yeah. This one's pretty common, I would say. I would say it's very common. Um, yeah. Though it still always surprises me when somebody says spank me. Because I'm like, wait, what? Why? <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> yeah, it, it's that's an interesting one. I do really, really like it. But again, if you're, I guess for me, if I'm going into it and somebody has not really expressed any interest in impact play and they say that, then I'm like, what? What? Yeah. I can do that? Okay. This well, now we're going a different direction. Yeah, suddenly suddenly Angela is really interested. <laughs> yes. Not in being spanked, but in spanking. Right. Um, yeah, that's a that's a good one though, for sure. Uh and then after that we have bondage. Yes. So And this can be light bondage. It can be some handcuffs. It can be heavy bondage. If you want to be completely tied up. I thought you were going to say... And immobilized. What? I thought you were going to say manacles. Oh, I could do that too. If, if handcuffs is light bondage, or is manacles heavy bondage? I didn't say handcuffs were light. I said light bondage. And I guess light bondage, I'm thinking like, you know, pantyhose or necktie or something kind of tying someone up. And then you've got handcuffs that are a little bit harder to get out of. Well, realistically, then, light bondage could be just holding somebody's hands above their head as you're having... Yeah, that's true. That, I think, would be the lightest of bondages. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have full bondage where they're completely tied up and cannot move anything. Yes. Then, like, how do they get, I'm just you, picturing... how do they get you a sandwich? <laughs> I was going to say, I'm just picturing when we were at Desire and the gentleman was, uh, he was tied in like a rope harness, yes. like the chest harness. And, you know, he, like his, his arms were tied down to his torso and, and he could still kind of move a little bit. And then the lady that was tying him tied him to a bedpost. So his back was to the bedpost. So he's got this chest harness and his arms are pinned down and then he's tied to the bedpost. And I think he realized that that little bit of movement, movement he had before he no longer had. Yeah. He couldn't move at all. It was great. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Can we have pictures of that it, it, somewhere? Oh, I don't know. I'll have to see if we can dig them out. Yeah, I maybe. don't think I have them on my phone, but you might have them on yours. We need to dig those out or maybe he has hmm. them. Yeah, maybe we'll have to look. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Yeah, because I think he thought that he was pretty well tied up until he realized you can be more tied up. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the levels of tied up. <laughs> uh, so after that is one that I absolutely hate. Um, <laughs> is sensory deprivation. Yes, you do hate that uh, one. Blindfolds, earplugs. Yeah, I, I am not. I don't like that. <laughs> you don't like not knowing what's coming. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fan of not knowing what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. But there are people who absolutely love that. Oh, yeah. So. The number of people who, who like blindfolding, being blindfolded, mm. is huge. And I'm always like, but why? <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I feel. I'm, that's not one that I've done a lot of, like, being blindfolded. Yeah. You, yeah. you like it? Um, I mean, I, I'm assuming not because you've never requested it. 
I would say it's not something I particularly, I'm not going to request. I don't particularly enjoy it. But You're kind of a control freak. If, yeah, I was going to say, but if the situation arises and I can let go, then it, I can enjoy it to a point. But am I going to like completely let go? No. no. Yeah. I should. I feel like I should like let go more. <laughs> Why? <laughs> but it's difficult. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to. Well, yeah. Um, like next up is erotic role play, which also yeah. is, again, one of those wide things. Are we talking teacher and student? Are we talking police officer and, 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 um, criminal? Are we talking sexy grocer who wants to test your melons? <laughs> I thought you were going to say deliver groceries. <laughs> yeah. Deliver those groceries. You want that ham? <laughs> <laughs> But it can even just be like, you can even get into a bit of a dom-sub thing here, you know, is is someone controlling the other one more than another? Yeah. Um, but yeah, erotic role play, there's, that's a pretty wide range there. Yeah. And it can be, you know, as extensive as you want it to be. And it can be, you know, is it something that you're interested in to the point of really making a night of it? We're going to dress up, we're going to be these characters like through whatever scenario for hours and we're not going to break character or is it just we're just going to kind of go play and let's just act it out but we're not going to do the whole dress up thing we're not going to do it for hours and hours like you know all the way through dinner after whatever um so there's a lot of room for variation there and kind of see what might be interesting to you and again you can start off one place and you might it might lead somewhere else yeah yeah so the next two go hand in hand yeah. Uh, one is exhibitionism, one is voyeurism. So do you want to put on a show and be watched, or would you rather be a passive uh, watcher of, of the action? And again, both of these are things that I enjoy doing. I think if I got to pick one over the other, I'd rather be a voyeur than an exhibitionist. Uh, but I do like both. Oh, that's a tough one. If I had to pick one over the other... Um, nope, I think I would pick exhibitionist. I really like being a voyeur, but I also really like people watching. Yeah, uh, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that kind of goes to the next one, too. Masturbating oh, yeah. in front of others. Yes. Yep. I don't, have I done that? I mean, I guess I have done that, but not like as a performative thing, just that I was doing it. Yeah, and I guess... Like you say, it's, it's interesting because now that I'm thinking about it, it can be a performative thing, but it can also be, and it this isn't, I would say, really at all performative, except that it might be as an ancillary kind of thing. But like if you're at the swingers club and you're in a big play session and like maybe you're towards the end and you haven't really come, but the play is winding down and you want to just kind of finish before everything kind of stops then might be that i'm going to masturbate and i'm going to go ahead and finish this you know and there's other people there and they might be watching might be kind of paying attention here and there but not consistently but you are still masturbating in front of others so it can be like a really performative thing where everybody's focusing on you or it could just kind of be i'm over here i'm just going to finish this and then that way the play can wind up Which doesn't sound very sexy when I say it like that. No, but it still is a very sexy thing. <laughs> way to take something that's absolutely amazing. It's like, you know what the Mona Lisa is? It's a picture of a lady. She's sort of smiling. <laughs> You're taking something amazing. The Grand Canyon, have you ever seen that? Kind of a ditch. 
It's a big crack, you know. <laughs> big, big crack in the earth. It's it's a big gash in the land. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> then, then you got the, the the Golden Gate Bridge, the illustrious <laughs> Golden Gate Bridge. It's a bridge. Next two pieces of land over some body of water. Yeah, well done, babe. Yeah, yeah. That's um, what I do. <laughs> so next up, we have periods sex or period sex. Um, so that's not question mark sex or exclamation point sex. That's just full stop sex. No. Wait, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's like, do you want to have sex with someone while they're on their period? Or if you're a female, do you want to have sex while you have your period? Yes. Yeah. Cause for many people, it's something that they're very self-conscious of and they don't want to. And that goes both ways, both for men and for women. But like myself, I don't really care at all. And I'm usually hornier when I'm on my period. So I really want it. And there's other women that I've played with and met as well who kind of warn you. And they're like, hey, I understand if you don't want to. But at the same time, I want to go ahead and do it. Yeah. And so, yeah, again, it's it's kind of knowing how you feel about it before you get into that situation. Because it does happen. I mean, think about how often a period is versus how many play sessions you have. And it's it's they're bound to cross at some point. Oh my God. I love it. You're mathing. <laughs> um, you know, and it is, it's something that I, what we've found is that it's very polarizing. People are either very against it or it doesn't bother them at all. Yeah. 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 It's, it's always interesting. I like to hear from people who don't like it as to why. Yeah. Cause I just, I find it fascinating. Yeah. It's just, yeah, just a bodily fluid. It's extra lubrication. I mean, come on. That's right. <laughs> it's like pennies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up is group sex. Yeah, yes, please. We can't do that right now, though. No, we cannot. Um, this is but, a planning for the future thing. <laughs> that's right. Thinking about the future. Once we uh, once we get out of our quarantines, uh, we'll be mm -hmm. able to have group sex again. Yeah, and and also when you're talking about this with your partner. And, and thinking about what a fantasy scenario may be, what, how do you define group sex? Because typically group sex is five or more people. But maybe when you're starting out, maybe that's, you know, three people, four people. Maybe that's just you and another couple. Maybe group sex is on the smaller side. Maybe group sex is I want a big fucking orgy with like, you know, 10, 15 people. Um, so, yeah, groups kind of. Don't just think group, but define group. Because if you have one idea and your partner has a different idea, that could could go very oddly whenever you get into a scenario. Very true. And <laughs> one of you may is, be really satisfied, the other may not be. You can have group sex and only have sex with your own partner as well. That's so true. That's it true. means that people in, around you are all having sex and you're one of those people. Yeah, that's very true. Um, next up, we have uh, a form of group sex, the gangbang where mm -hmm. one partner is sort of the center of attention and gets lavished upon by multiple other people. Yes. So the question you would have is, how do you feel about that? Is that something that you want to have done to you? You want to be done for your partner? You want to do to your partner? Uh, there's a lot, There's like we've said before, with a lot of these, there's a lot to unpack. Mm. Yeah, and that's an interesting one because it's one that I think a lot of people have a fantasy about. But sometimes the reality is not really the same as the fantasy. And, and so I think 
especially that one, but maybe some of the others even is, is understanding that you go into this fantasy thinking that it's going to be one thing and it may not exactly be, or it may not be the first time, but try it again. You know, if it's something that you think you're really into, try it a couple times, try it different ways and see what works. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so if you're on the exhibitionist side, then the next one on the list is webcam play. Yes. So, which is also a very good one for the quarantine times. Yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, so, you know, playing with partners um, where one or both of you are, are, I guess I should say where couples or singles are separated uh, over the interwebs. FaceTime, Facebook Messenger, Zoom. We have a big Zoom group session. <laughs> Well, because we've done that, the gentleman and I have done that with you before when you were traveling. We've had naked FaceTime. Yeah, yeah. Where he's come over and we've FaceTimed you and kind of all played a bit. And yeah, it's it's really hot. It's yeah, really it is. It's funny because like, look, I like it. But at the same time, I, I find that it's much like, I guess I'm, I'm, I've grown accustomed to things like Netflix where I'm doing something else while watching a screen. <laughs> i'm like oh yeah, man yeah this is great this is hot but i'm also checking my email <laughs> yeah this is one you might want to actually focus on if you're doing this agreed very much agreed <laughs> this is a screen you need to focus on it's funny uh so then we have dressing up and planning mm -hmm. uh so this might be the the planning of of i'm gonna put these together actually the planning of what you might wear to a, a party or to an event. And that itself can be a big uh, turn on for so many people um, where they, you know, like, what are we going to wear? How are we going to look? What, you know, what are we going to do that night? Where are we going to go to eat first? What kind of wine are we going to have? Some people really get off on that buildup of the, of the anticipation. And knowing the expectations as well. Some some people really need to have those expectations set. And if, if you're that way or if your partner's that way, you can do that and make it really hot and really exciting by doing it together and kind of getting into it and, and diving deep into it together. Uh, and especially if you're talking about what you're going to wear like that, it can be fun to not just plan what you might want to wear or what look you as a couple might want to have, but maybe just go out sometime and, and tell your partner that they're going to pick out everything you're going to wear and you have to wear what they pick out. That can be a fun game to play as well. Yeah, that's a good, good point. I'm trying to decide if I want you to pick out what I'm wearing, what I would yeah. wear. I think you'd be all right. I think I'd do okay. Um, and then last up, the post-event discussion, mm. which honestly is still one of my favorite things. Uh, and that's that thing that the next day, or or maybe if you've gone out and played uh, singularly, uh, talking to your partner about what happened and what was your favorite parts and what did you like and what didn't you like and what would you like to try maybe based on what you did. Mm. Yeah, it's also fun to kind of relive the night a bit or the event, whatever it was, but relive that a bit together with your partner because you're going to remember different things and your highlights are going to be different than their highlights. And so that can be interesting to to see what each of you took away from the night and that may shed some light on what you're interested in and where maybe you want to go next. Because if you're focused on yeah. some scenario or something that happened or some 
part of the evening and your partner's focused on a different part, then is there commonality between the two? Is there something that you're both kind of interested in? Uh, maybe you're both were focused on the same thing. Maybe you both had the same highlight. And so, yeah, that can kind of give you an idea as to where you want to go and what fantasies you may want to enact further and what you may be you're kind of okay with and don't want to take any further. Or maybe it sparks something else that you haven't even thought of yet. Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with going, okay, I didn't like that. I don't want to try. I don't want to do that Absolutely, anymore. Yeah. Um, else, but I would encourage you to try to try it again. Uh, some things, you know, you're never going to like, but some things you're like, I don't think I just make sure you didn't like it because of what it was, not because of this uh, scenario situation. Yeah. Or maybe you'd had a bad day at work and you were kind of in an off mood going into it, that kind of thing. So yeah, it, it's good to try things a couple of times and make sure that there's nothing else at play there. So any other advice or quest or uh, questions you should ask your partner um, when going through this uh, worksheet that you have over there? The only advice I would have is to keep an open mind. And that's both an open mind with your partner and what they may be interested in um, and and go into this kind of it's a judgment-free zone. So there's going to be no judgment between you and your partner about what you might be interested in or you might want to try, but also with yourself. You know, don't just close yourself off because, oh, I've never done that or I'm not supposed to like that or I am supposed to be interested in that, but maybe I'm really not. So I would say be open-minded and lenient both with your partner and with yourself with this. Yeah. And I would just, I think you're saying this already too, but be honest. Yeah. Uh, don't put down an answer because you think your partner wants you to put that answer down. Put the answer down that you want and be honest with yourself and with, with your partner. If you're going to go into something like this, honesty is above all else going to be one of the biggest boons to your success. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And that also helps to keep the the jealousy at bay and that kind of thing. So if you're open and honest with each other, you have that open line of communication, then that'll really, that'll go miles. Yeah, agreed. Cool. Well, if you have, if you want to get your own copy of this worksheet, it will be on our website, www.bythebuy.com.au. Yeah. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, or rude remarks, please send us an email. Uh, we are theatomsoflove at gmail.com, or you can find us on any of our socials. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and the Twitterverse at By the By Podcast. You can support us on Patreon. We are www.patreon.com slash By the By Podcast. And uh, if you want to get uh, your dirty little hands on some amazing dirty little toys, go to Geeky Sex Toys and on checkout use By the By, and you'll get a discount uh, on, on your Geeky Sex Toys. Yeah. Oh. Any other um, things that you want to add? No, you've covered all the bases. You're so good at that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you, fair listener, and uh, I reckon we'll see you next week. Yes. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 